Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Sherman Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachet Yoma Daf Samach Amud Aleph, looking at the last Mishnah. That's Mishnah Zayin of Parakeh. I'm going to deal with the issue of sequencing in Yom Kippurim. Everything as described must be done in that order. If you did something out of order, that action does not count. As an example, we already dealt with this a little bit in the Gemara with what to do if the Dhamim got mixed up. If you did the Dhammasir first, so you did Dhammasir, then Dhammapar. Dhammapar is fine. Dhammasir was, is in, is incorrect, so therefore you have to do another Dhammasir afterwards. If before you finish the inner Matanot in the Kodesh Kodoshim, the Dham got spelled out, you have to go bring more Dham from the Paran Sa'ir and come back inside and start. And also the matarot in the Echal against the Parochet, and also the matarot in the Zahav. Each one of them is an independent Kaparat. So let's say you finished all the matarot Bibifnim, and then it got spilled, you would then start at the Parochet. They said each matana is a separate Kapara, and therefore if after three matanot uh, you uh, got in, it spilled, then you would go and pick up uh at uh at number four. Now and only applies to things done in the white garments that are unique to Yom Kippur and only done inside. Inside being Kodesh Kodoshim. Anything you do in Bigdei Lavan outside, even if it's done out of order, then it is valid. Nechemia disagrees. Anything done in the white garments is must be done in sequence. Anything done in Bigdei Zahav outside, so if the Korban Tamid or something about the Korban Tamid was done out of order, then it's valid. Who had varying degrees of allowing for out of sequence avodot? We're coming from the same pasuk. In reference to Yom Kippur, it says, "Now the word chukah is what tells us it must be done in that order." It says, "Means anything done in the place where there's a once yearly kapara." Meaning Kodesh Kodoshim. And Rabbi Chemi Savar, it means anything done in the garments that are used once a year for Kapara, which is Big Day Lavan, even on the outside. Now, Atav Yehuda Makom Tiv, what does it say, Makom, in the Pasuk? Ella, Hainu Tamid Rabbi Yehuda, he has a different reason, Tiv Zot Uchtiv Achat. Each one of them is limiting. One of them is to tell you, even things that are Migdei Lavan, but outside are not, uh, the order is not vital. The other one is to eight Migdei Zahav anywhere. That agrees with That Shirayim, if not done, uh, or if done out of order, meaning spilling out the remainder of the blood, then uh, is Loma Akfi. Okay, Rabbi Yehuda, im akvi ma'akvi, v'lo ma'akvi, lo ma'akvi. Rabbi Yehuda's answer would be, if spilling out the blood is ma'akev, then it's just part of the regular avodah, and whatever, however you judge it, you would judge it. 
and it's not ma'akev, then you don't have to do it at all. something kind of strange. If he did the kapara, then he completed it. If not, not. Amravira, so a student said to him, Nomar, why don't you say the opposite? If you completed everything, you did kaparat, if not, not. Meaning, if you did not do even one of the matanot, nothing was accomplished. Meaning, he's talking about Yom Kippur and all the matanot, Kodesh Kodoshim and the Kodesh. Viamrina, and in our analysis of their dispute, my Benayu, Rabbi Yochum Rishub and Levi, have a dispute among the early Amorei or Yisrael as to what was this Tanidic dispute was. Chanaman Mashmut Torshina Kmenai. One of them, we don't yet know which one, uh, said that, uh, they only disagree about how to read the Pasuk, but no practical difference. Vachanamar Shirayim and Me'akvi Kmenayu. That they disagree about whether Shirayim are Ma'akev. And that means that Rabbi Yehuda would say, Shiraim or Ma'akev, and Rabbi would say, no. But how could Rabbi Yochanan, who gave our answer here, that uh, the difference between them is that Rabbi Nechemia says, and that, that, sorry, that everybody would agree that uh, Shiraim or not Ma'akev, or should say that that's Rabbi Nechemia's point. He said that Rabbi Nechemia is of the position that Shiraim are Ma'akev. So, she, so according to that, Rabbi, Rabbi Nechemia cannot use one of the two words, Zot and Achat, to say Shemanam Akev. The answer is Kasha. You're right. That is difficult. Okay. I'm Rabbi Chanina. Remember the order. You do the Vidu, the first Vidu on the par, then the lottery, then you do the second Vidu on the par, and the Shechita, and then you bring the, the uh, Gechalim out. And then prepare the Torah, and uh, and then uh, take take the Torah in, and then take the dam in. What happens if you prepared the Torah by putting it in your hands before shechting the par? Lo klum. No good. You got to bring another par and do it in the right order. Command to look Rabbi Yehuda. So that's not like Rabbi Yehuda because that's done out in the Azara. Rabbi Yehuda, which tells us that the order is vital, it only refers to things done with Gdelavan inside. No, we could say it's even Rebuda. Anything done for the inside is Kibifnim. And you're shechting the par and preparing the Torah in order to bring them inside. Our Mishnah says that if you did not finish all of Matanot, let's say on the inside in Kodesh Kedoshim, and the Dam spilled out, you have to bring Dam Acher and start from the beginning of the inside Matanot. But according to what you just said, it should be that you have to go back and you have to do the the uh, the dam, and then you have to go back and do the chafina uh, because you have to shech the par, then do the chafina, then bring the dam in. Uh, you have to prepare the torah and then bring and then and bring the chafina and bring the torah in. So that means that you see that doing the torah out of order should not be makiv. The answer to the Torah, look, come I read. The truth is, yeah, you would have to do that. But we're not talking about that. All the Mishnah is referring to is the Dom. But in reality, if this happened, you'd have to go back and do another Torah and bring the Torah in. Uh, you have to go out, shech the par, bring the Torah in, and then bring the Dom in, in order to do it properly. 
If you shechted the sa'ir before you brought the dam of the par in, again, it's nothing, and you would have to then shecht another sa'ir, perhaps bring another two. But our Mishnah just says that if you brought the dam before the dam par, you have to go bring more dam sa'ir. So it should say, actually, that you should go back and shecht another sa'ir. And then do that. Yeah, the, the discussion in the Mishnah is only limited to the issue of the matanot that go on inside. Um, but we're, meaning the Mishnah is referring to a case where the dam in the Kodesh Kodoshim was already given properly. And the referent, the case that's being referred to is where the dam in the Heichal wasn't done properly. So therefore, the par and the seir were shechted in the right order, and the par and the seir's dam was brought in the right order, and then you just brought the dam seir first in the Heichal, then you just bring more dam and bring it in. The, the reference in our Mishnah is not the way that I read the Mishnah, but rather it's talking about the second set of matanot. Okay, and this is why it seems that the simple read of the Mishnah is that the original Matanot were the ones in Kodesh Kodoshim, because then it said Vachin Baichal. And the Pasuk you see on the page, Oel Moed Zaychal Mizbeach Kemashma'o, Yechaper Elu Azarot, Hakoanim Kemashma'an, Amakahal Elu Yisrael, Yechaper Elu Alvi'im, Hushu Kulan Lachaparachat, Kaprim Asar Mishtalech, Rishavirot, Rabbihuda. This is Sugin Shvuot. That since this single pasuk talks about kapara in a wide sweep, it must be referring to the Sayyid Mishtaleach, which not only includes Israel, also includes Kohanim, uh, for other Averot besides, uh, Tumat Mikdash. Just like the Dama Sayyid that's done inside is Machaper for Israel for Tumat Mikdash, similarly the par Aaron's par is machaper for koanim for that same avera. And Rabbi Shimon says, just like the vidui on the sermishdaleach is for uh, for the am Yisrael for the rest of the averot that aren't tumat mikdash for korashav, which is of course the main generator of Yom Kippur. Similarly, the vidui of the par is machaper for the koanim for other averot, which means that according to Rabbi Shimon. The Kohanim have no real stake in the, in the Seir Mishtaleach. Tan Rabbanan. Chilami kapherat ha-kodesh, zelifnai v'lifnim. Et o'el mo'ei z'aychal mizbeach, l'ash po'omu l'amech kulan kapara kapara b'fnei Here we have something which is the opposite, uh, drasha that we, that we had, as opposed to reading them all as a single kapara, but means each zone has its own kapara. B'kanamun atamik z'amnatonu z'lifnim, v'shpach adam yavidam acher, t'chibat chilama atanot z'lifnim. Therefore, our Mishnah says that if you did some of the matanot in the Kodesh Kedoshim and the dam spilled out, you have to come out, come back, and do all of the ones bifnim, um, because it's all a single unit kapara. As they said in our Mishnah, you pick up at whatever number haza'ah you left off before they got spilled, because each matana is a separate kapara. If the after you finish all sixteen on the inside, the dam got spilled out. You bring other dam and start in the heichal. Same halacha. 
if you gave, if you did some of the hazaot in the, in the mikdash, and then the dam spilled, you have to bring other dam and start again in the mikdash. As Rabbi Shimon says, no, you start as they, you start at the number that you left off at. If you finish the ones in the Echal, and didn't yet get to the Mizbeach Hazahab, and then it spilled, and the same rule applies to Mizbeach, and the same Machloket. Let's say you did all four or eight on the Mizbeach, plus the seven. Al Torah Mizbeach, so either uh, 11 or 15. Then, and the Dom spilled out before you got out to the Yisod, everybody agrees it's not Me'ah Cave, and therefore the you don't have to bring other Dom just to spill out Shirayim. Amar B'yochan, Anoshem Yikra'a Chad Nashu, both Rabbi Lozav Shimon and Chachamim were working from the same Pasuk as to whether each set of Kaparot is one unit or each Matana is a separate unit. Midama Chatata Kippur Chatata Kippur Chatata Kippur Meir Savar Chatata Chata Marta Lecha Veloshtei Chataot which means each chatat and each chitui is uh, each chatat is a uh, is a separate kapara, and uh, and therefore you cannot do a chatat from you cannot do a kapara from two different animals, and therefore you have to do all of the ones in the kodesh kedoshim from one animal, etc. They say that the word is uh, the the issue is chitui, and therefore you should not repeat the chitui. Therefore, if you did three of the hazaot inside, you shouldn't re- re- repeat numbers one, two, and three. Okay, Tanya Rabbi Rabbi Lichilek Rabbi Yaakov Belugin. So, so Rabbi records that Rabbi Yaakov, when he was teaching him this set of halachot and this machloket said he distinguished between this and the log, meaning the log Shem and Mitzorah, that if it got spilled out in the middle, the this machloket does not apply. So the same exact machloket applies, that if you were doing the, the matanot inside the mikdash for the Mitzorah, and the log spilled out, Rameir, evidently, Chachamim say you have to start again. Rabbi Lozav Shimon say no, you pick up where you left off. Let's say that you finish the matanot inside the mikdash and you didn't yet put the uh, and you didn't yet put the uh, the matanot on the bohen hayad, bohen haregel, bohen ozen. Uh, and on, on the Ozen, then you uh, that, then uh, you bring another log, and then you start there. On time, you start matanot shabamunot shabachalog. If you log acher, you'll chibut chilam matanot shabamunot. That in the case of the mitzorah also, because you have two sets: the set of the dam inside the mikdash, and then the shemen on the uh, mitzorah. Rameir has the same position as the Yom Kippur. Each set is a unit; must be done completely. And others of Shimon say, no, you pick up where you left off. Putting the matanot on his head, so therefore it sounds like the machloket applies through mitzorah too. So don't say lichilek where he distinguished, but rather lishan he taught me about lugin the same thing. That the oil that's left over goes on his head, and since it's called notar. Therefore, it's not vital. 
which is the Shiraim of Mincha, after all, we know that Shiraim are Ma'akev, because there's nothing left of the Shiraim, the Koma, and Shinat Yotzei. Shaniyatim Nechtivu Miyater Vahan Notar. That in the case of the Shemen, it says both Yeter HaShemen and the Notar HaShemen, and therefore it really makes it as an extra thing, and therefore if it was spilled out and there was none left to put on his head, it's not Ma'akev. Amr Rabbi Yochanan. Asham Mitzorah Shishchato Shalolishmo. Now we'll deal with the Mitzorah a little bit. If the Mitzorah brings his Asham, and it was Shechted Shalolishmo, meaning it was Shechted for another Korban. Banan Machloket or Meir of Rebbe Lazar He says the same Machloket now carries over. Meir Demai Avi Acheret Chilvat Chilach, Nami Avi Acheret Ishchot. Meir says that each single unit component is a, is its its own world, as it were. You'd have to bring another Mitzorah, Asham Mitzorah, and Shechted. According to them, there's no takana, and therefore you'd have to, um, uh, the, the avodah that's done inappropriately, it's considered an avodah, and therefore the shechita that happened, and you can't, uh, that happened to happen, and therefore you can't bring an asham sheni, because they said each chitui is its own thing, so therefore you're really stuck. But the pasuk says, "Vikriv otole asham," right, and uh, that indicates um, that if you um, that if you brought brought uh, that that's the asham that you have to lift up, and if not, then it's pasul, and therefore, even according to mayor, it should be makev, and there should be no way out. There should be only one that you could bring. We have support for Biochan who would say the Machlok would apply. Here we have a Brita that makes it very clear that if you did a Shaman Sorashmo, or you put the Dam towards the Bonot, then you put it on the Mizbeach, it has, requires regular Nesachim, and you need another Asham in order to help the Mitzora out. So we have at least somebody's opinion. Tzarich means that ideally you'd need another Asham, but guess what? You can't do it. Do we really have a statement in the bright that says you have to do something, and what it really means is you have to, but you can't? In Vatanya we have Nazumar Morat, If you have a Nazir whose hair got torn out, then uh, when he has to do the mitzvot kiluach at the end, Beit Shammai says you still have to do uh, shave it, and uh, and Beit Hillel says no, you can't. Beit Shammai says really you need it, but since you can't because it's all been torn out, therefore he really can't continue. Oh, we mean that tzarich could sometimes be used in the context uh, meaning that you need to do this, but since another con- uh, con- factor makes it impossible for you to do it, you're stuck. Rabbi Padat disagrees with that analysis of Rabbi Avina. Doesn't mean that he would say that the word Sarich can never mean that. But here it doesn't. Because he said, Bechamai and Rabbi Lazar have the same approach. Bechamai had Amran, Bechamai's opinion there about the Mitzorah. That the Brita says that if a uh, Mitzorah, let's say, doesn't have a big toe or a thumb, he can never have Tahara, because the Dham has to, the uh, Shevan has to go there. It says, no, you put it on that spot, and you're fine. So therefore, you see, Rebelezer says, like Bechamai, that if you don't have the physical vehicle for finishing it, you do a symbolic act there. Bechamai says, you put a razor on the face that's already been cleaned, 
or it's been ripped out, and the hair has been ripped out, and the same thing, well, as it says, you put the Shemin on the spot where the toe was. Shemin says, another solution, put it on the other foot. Okay. Uh, so Rabbi Padat would disagree and say that Tzarich there, in Beit Shalmai's context, would actually mean Tzarich Yeshol, Yeshol Takana. Tamar Rabbanan, Makach Bidam Hasham. Yachol Bakli, I might think that you have to take the Dam Hasham in a Kli, Tamar Venatan, and you then put it. Manitin Abat Smoshel Kohen, the Tina is with the Kohen's own hand. Vikachabat Smoshel Kohen, he takes it with his hand. I might think even for the Mizbeach, you take it with your hand. Meaning, we know we take the Dham and a Kli and then put it on the Mizbeach. So therefore the Hashem needs a Kli for the Mizbeach. So here's the conclusion. One with his hand, one in a Kli. So the one that uh, did it with the Kli, he goes to the Mizbeach to put the Dham on, the one who got up a Yad comes to the Mitzorah to put it on the parts of the of the uh, Mitzorah. Alright, so we, um, the, uh, let's say, a, a, the, if the dam was spilled out from the korbanot that we have in, in our context, um, in Yom Kippur, then all of these, uh, behemot are metame begadim and have to be burned outside of the city, say, only the last one is. So, um, uh, how many seirim do we end up sending out, um, since we had Dama Seir spilled out, um, so we have to do another Hagralah and bring another pair. And, uh, and this could happen theoretically several times. If the dam, if people are sloppy with it and spill it out, um, so therefore we have several seirim that were paired up to make the seir Hashem be paired in the hagrala. So how many could you possibly send out? Would you send all flock out? Amarlo, are you going to burn a whole flock? And yet that's what you would do with these animals that were done improperly. In the context of the Sierra Shalech, it says Oto, implying that there's only one. Meaning you could burn a bunch of Seirim Lashem that were done improperly, and you'd still only have one Sierra Shalech. So his answer is Rishon Mishalech. The first one that was done, meaning you have a Hagrala, and we'll call it A and A1. And so A is the Sierra Shalech, and A1 was the Sierra Shalech got messed up. So you now bring B1 and B, do a hagrala, and then let's say B1 gets messed up, C1 and C. In the meantime, C1 will be the proper sayer, B1 and A1 will be burned outside, C1 will eventually be burned outside also, and then A is the one that you send as the Simishtalech. No, you'd send C out. Since that's the one where the kapara happened, because its pair was the one done inside, it gets sent. That it's always the mitzvah to use the uh, first one. 
um, when uh, when you have several things that are all of equal stature, and you can use one for the mitzvah, it's best to use the first one. So therefore, use use the first sarmishdalech, which itself, of course, is never invalidated. So hey, Rabbi Yossi, where did Rabbi Yossi ever say this? Either Rabbi Yossi the kupot, not Rabbi Yossi, my shalosh kupot shal shalosh shows tzin. Shon tovim tal dishkal. This is shkalim. And why did it say Aleph Bet Gimel? No, Rabbi Yosef. I'm not going to do Aleph Bet Gimel. Aleph Bet Gimel does mean Tzvamishon. Yemen Rishon Shemit Tzvabar Rishon. So that you'll know which uh, one had the first Truma. Remember, they would take a third of the big kupot and put them in. Since you know which one was taken first, you would provide from there first because the mitzvah is to use the first one. That's different because when the first one was there, the, the second one wasn't available. But here you have the several animals, and the the any of the Tzar Mishalech only came available after all of the Tzar Lashem was taken care of. So you set aside a korban pesach. It got lost. You went and set and set another side. I set set another one aside, and then the first one showed up, and they're both there. And it's before the, the Yudal in the afternoon. And since you'd say, say, pick whichever one you want, the other one grazes, etc., or the other one can use this shlamim. Ideally, you bring the first one, so therefore we see Rabbi Yossi says, even when both of them are of equal kedusha, um, uh, meaning they're both kadosh in front of you at the same time, it's ideal to take the first one, unless, of course, the second one is a finer animal, in which case that's the one that you would bring. Okay, we finished our study of the fifth of the... Uh, of the fifth chapter, we're going to be in the sixth chapter, Perak Shnei Sirei Yizim, in the next podcast, we should have a wonderful day.